Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Musha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my sweet friend. Welcome into our episode today. And I'm guessing if today I just went to your home and I peeked at your to-do list, it would probably look like a normal to-do list, I'm guessing. Maybe on your list, you have just normal things like make dinner, prepare lunches, clean the bathroom, whatever it is, you know, call the doctor, I don't know, regular, normal things. But let's go a little deeper because I bet there's another to-do list that's in your head. It's just kind of swimming around (laughs) uncontrolled. And this list is absolutely exhausting you. And on this list, it's not the kind of thing that you write down. And in this list, this, my friend, is the invisible work that you do. Yes, I said invisible, (laughs) the invisible work that you do. And this invisible work may look like something really simple, something you don't think about as work. Maybe it looks like you're worried about your child because he wasn't feeling so well yesterday. And, you know, it wasn't bad enough to keep him home from school. So you sent him to school and you're just worried about him. That kind of worry, that doesn't hit any to-do list. Oh my God. (laughs) Think about how long your to-do list would be if all that kind of work was actually written down. I don't even want to see it. I can't even imagine But my point is that this is work that you are doing, and it takes a lot out of you. It's exhausting. This is why you're so tired. You think it's for making dinner? No, it's because you're trying to work today at the office, and you're so worried about your child, you could barely think straight. So today, we are going to go down a road, down a path that most people never go, And we are going to talk about the invisibleness of what you're doing. Is that a word? (laughs) But that it's not apparent. The work that you do that's invisible and how it affects you. How it affects you and how much of it there is. Because there's a lot of it, let me tell you. Let's dive in. Welcome on in again to our episode. How are things with you? I have to tell you that I am having a really fun day, (laughs) which is nice. But one of the things that I do when I'm not having fun is I try to make a game out of things. And I actually see myself as a very serious person. So this takes work. This takes like I have to do it on purpose because I don't feel like it comes natural to me. But today I've been playing with this app called Forest, and it's just so fun. And I've been doing my cleaning while using this app. And I've mentioned this app on the podcast before, but it's been a while. So I'll tell you about it again. 
But the way it works is you set your timer in this app, this forest app, and it grows a little tree or bush or whatever as you're doing the task. And eventually, I guess you build a forest. I don't know. But I feel like a little kid because I've been using it all day and watching my trees grow. And it's just been fun. It makes the, you know, the housework and all this work that I'm doing, maybe the invisible work (laughs) or the not so invisible work, it's making it more fun. So probably next week, I'll be tired of it. But this week, right now, I'm just having so much fun. And it makes such a difference when we show up to our day and we're just having fun. So I just wanted to share that with you. So you may know, I think I've mentioned her before, but I have an older sister and she is so smart. She is so smart. I love it. She is one of these people who's smart. She's elegant poised, like she is so articulate. And I'm really proud of her. She's a professor at a university, and it just fits her personality exactly. Like that is her. She has the perfect job for her. So when she sends me an article, it's never junky. It's always the type of thing that a professor would send you. You know, it's well thought out. It's researched. It's from a reliable source, and it has good information. And a few years ago, she sent me an article that totally blew my mind. And I talked about something I had never thought of before, and that is the invisible work of motherhood. Even when I said that just now, I got the chills a little bit, because I had never thought about this concept until she sent it to me. And I touched on this concept in our episode on resentment. That was a big episode, wasn't it? It was a big episode because, of course, this is a huge workload that we do. And it's often, it's not recognized. So it has a big potential to cause resentment. But let's talk today about what invisible work actually is. Like I said, we just touched upon it on the resentment episode for a reason. But let's delve in because I think it's really important that you understand what's going on because we don't even realize. We don't even realize. Now, first of all, I'm calling it invisible work. Other places I've seen it called the invisible load I've seen it called other things also. I don't remember the exact words, but it's all the same concept. And what is it? What is it? And I'm guessing if I paused, like if I pause this podcast right now, you could answer this in a second. Actually, let's do that. I want you to pause right now and think about some things that you do every single day that no one either sees or notices. What are these things? Think about it. Think about your day from the beginning of the day until you go to sleep. What are these things that fill your day that nobody sees? Maybe they're physical things that you're doing like dusting. You know, yesterday I dusted the top of the ceiling fan 
can I just tell you that nobody in a million years would ever guess that I do that? Nobody in my family, unless they see me standing on my bed, dusting the thing off. What are some things like that that you do that nobody would ever notice or realize that you do? And the thing I just mentioned, that's like a physical thing that I did. I had the rag and I dusted. What about some things that aren't physical? What about emotional? Think about when things are just crazy in your house and the kids are hyper. Do you stay calm when this happens? What do you do? Do you get upset? Well, if you're like many of us, you probably get upset sometimes, but maybe most of the time you stay calm. And here's a big one. Think about what you do to keep your household organized. Ooh, (laughs) that's a big one. That's a huge part of invisible work. And right now, I'm guessing your mind is buzzing with examples. Maybe things like, I don't know, organizing a play date, remembering to send gifts. Don't forget to send your mother-in-law a gift. Very important, right? Your husband will forget or your partner will forget. (laughs) Don't you forget. Oh my gosh, I have a great example. What about that mental list in your head of the foods that your kids will actually eat? And of course, that list changes almost every day. One day they'll eat something, the next day they won't touch it. (laughs) Try to keep that straight. This is all taking up space in your head. And maybe it's not just in your head, it's your body, your emotions, physically also. These are all examples of invisible work that you do. You're doing it constantly. And I want you to now think about how much room all these things are taking up in your brain, really. Like if you think about the to-do list that you have written down, that's, I don't know, maybe five or 10 things, right? For the day, for the day. But think about what's in your mind. All the things that you need to do that are taking up space in your head. Gee, I wonder why we're always tired. Why? Why are we tired? (laughs) There's the answer right there. Because all this invisible work takes so much energy, time, space, Like our brains can't take anything else. They're filled with this work that we have to do. I looked up a definition of invisible work, and my favorite definition came from a blog called Psyched Mom. And here's how she defines invisible work. I love it. She says it's unnoticed and uncompensated physical, mental, and emotional labor completed behind the scenes to keep our households happy, healthy, and running smoothly. Isn't that great? That is exactly what it is. It's behind the scenes. People don't even know we're doing it most of the time. And it keeps the house running, but it also keeps everybody happy. So when you remember what your kids like to eat and you purposely make that for dinner, the kids are happy. Well, at least one kid is, if you're like most households. But anyway, that's what invisible labor is. 
It's all these things you're doing throughout the day that you may not even realize you're doing. And she actually divides invisible work into three parts. First of all, it's the physical things that you do. And when I first read the article, I thought, this doesn't make sense. Because if it's physical, can't you see it? And then I had a thought (laughs) as I'm reading the article. And I've remembered how often I clean the inside of the trash can. We have a black trash can. And you know, you miss, right? You try to throw something in and it goes to the sides and it gets all yucky and gross. Like, I clean that. Nobody knows I clean that. That's physical. And it's also invisible. I mean, if I went weeks or months without cleaning it, eventually somebody may notice. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) But it is physical. I thought that was my most powerful example. But then I kept noticing others. Like I was cleaning the patio door, which I don't do often. But I thought, again, that's invisible. What about this? What about getting out of bed when I just want to sleep? Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. That's so hard to do. That's real work, right? Getting yourself out of bed, maybe if you only slept a few hours. So I thought to myself, she's really right. The invisible load isn't just mental. It's for sure also physical. And I was glad I read that because in my mind, it was mostly mental. So that was really, really helpful. So the next category she had is the mental load. And this is a biggie because this is what you typically think of if you think of invisible work. It's probably what you thought of as soon as I raised this topic. And that's the load of remembering. Wait, (laughs) remembering the dog is running low on food, remembering to register your kids for camp, remembering to actually look at your to-do list, maybe to actually even write it down. And it's not just the remembering, of course. It's anything you do that takes mental energy. One big example of this is planning. And planning is huge because I don't have to tell you But if you don't plan, you know your household is going to fall apart. (laughs) It's so important. And that is such a load, isn't it? Planning what to make for dinner, planning what you're going to do this weekend, planning when you're going to buy your kids their clothes for the fall, planning which school to go to. It is endless. I'm actually feeling heavy just giving you those examples. Like I feel drained. (laughs) I need a break from this podcast just listing all those things. It's very heavy. And the third type of invisible work that she talked about is one that I gave in the introduction. And it's another type that I never would have thought of because we just do it. We just do it. We're so used to doing it that we don't even think of it as work. And that is the emotional load. And let me give you another example of this. And I'll give you an example from my own life. Because last week, it was raining so heavy. It was like cats and dogs. 
And one of my kids was up late doing homework. And she woke up and she was tired. And she was just not excited to walk to the bus stop, shall we say. (laughs) She just didn't want to in all this rain. And she's exhausted. And who can blame her? And she wasn't in a great mood, like many of us would be. And then it was just a case of the Mondays, because then she went to get dressed. And she found that all of her clothes were still in the dryer from the night before. So she had to go all the way downstairs, get her clothes. She was already tired. And as her mother, it was very hard for me to keep level and to not get upset when she's so upset because I just felt badly and she was upset. And, you know, these things are contagious, right? And I just was upset. I also didn't want her to have to walk to the bus stop in the rain. And on this day, I'll just tell you, I didn't keep my cool. Sometimes I do. Last Monday, I didn't manage to. And I got upset and I was sad. And maybe I said things that were a little curt. And this is the emotional work. And whether in the moment, we ride it out well, or we don't, you know, we don't like how we reacted. Whatever it is, it is work. It is draining. In the article I was telling you about, some research say that this is actually the hardest of the three. And especially given your personality, this could really be difficult. You know, when people are in a bad mood, like I said, it's contagious. It is hard to be an emotionally supportive person when your child is hurting. Very hard. Or let's say you're angry at your partner. This is really, really challenging. And it, let me tell you, you know, this is work. You know, it is hard to keep your cool. So let's just think of these three categories, the physical, the mental, and the emotional. Just think about how they can keep us busy all day. They can keep us busy, exhausted, and what do we have to show for it? You know, (laughs) so the trash can is clean, like big whoop, right? What do we have to show? Or we stayed calm when our kid was upset. So the moment has passed. Maybe we're proud of ourselves, but it's not something we're going to check off on our to-do list. But you're tired. Now you have to work all day and you just had to deal with all this drama, for example. You may be tired. So the question is, what can you do about it? How can you lighten the load? And I wish I had a magic wand and I could just say, poof, You know, your invisible work is gone or it weighs less. But unfortunately, without working with you individually, I can't answer that question because our brains are all full with different things. And maybe for some people, if their kid is in a bad mood, it doesn't affect them. But maybe for others, it really does. So what I would love for you to do is get out a note-taking app or write on a piece of paper, whatever you want to do, and start brainstorming. 
Think of some ways that you can lighten your invisible load. And you know the rule with brainstorming is don't judge any of your ideas. Just write. I'll give you some examples to get you started. But one thing that I do that really helps with my invisible load is meditation. That has saved me. I'm telling you, people tell me I'm calm. So many people, like if you read the reviews on this podcast, they'll say, I have a calming voice. My attitude is calm, but it came from meditation. I've been meditating more than a dozen years now, and it really changes your brain. So that is something you can do to help with your load, your invisible load. Another thing you can do, and we've talked about this on other episodes, is to create routines. Because if you're doing everything from scratch every day, it's very hard. So if you have a routine, for example, to, I don't know, pay your bills every Sunday, that's a routine that I have, it lightens your load because hopefully you're not thinking on Wednesday, oh my God, I forgot to pay my bill. You have a routine, you do it every Sunday, and you're good to go. So that's an example. I'll just give you a final example I just thought of. And that is maybe you can actually write out your to-do list. Because one thing that makes my head really heavy is when I have to do things and it's not written down. And then I have to remember there's all the invisible work, the visible work, all the work. It's all just a spaghetti in my head. So if you write it down, maybe writing a to-do list could really help. So those are some examples but go ahead and brainstorm a few things you can do that will help with your invisible load. And maybe even you can delegate. Wouldn't that be a great way to get rid of your invisible load? My spouse, for example, now makes pretty much all the medical appointments because I found that to be so stressful. I know it's just picking up the phone and making a call, but I just, I can't. I just <laughs> I really don't like doing that. So now he does all that and it's whoosh, it's such a relief. It's out of my head. So get all of your ideas down and then pick just one. You know we have to start small if we want to be successful. So pick just one. Maybe meditation. Maybe meditate for just five minutes a day and see what a difference it makes in your life. See if it helps with your emotional regulation. See if it helps you calm down. See if it helps you maintain, you know, your equal emotions without going too high up or too high down. See if that will help you. Because this invisible work, it could be so draining. Okay, so let's summarize this episode. The point of this episode was to show you that there is a whole lot you're doing that you may not even realize you're doing. And we put a name on it because maybe you realized there was a lot you were doing that you didn't get credit for. But having a name, calling it the invisible work is really helpful. And because it is invisible for all these years, you may never have been giving yourself credit 
for doing this work. Because after all, it's invisible. But maybe this work has been draining you. So coming up with ways to mitigate it and minimize it, even just recognizing it, it's going to make such a difference in your life and your confidence. The reason why I said confidence is because now you realize that you're doing a whole lot more than maybe you ever realized and probably more than you've ever given yourself credit for. So that could really be a boost to your confidence to think, wow, I really do all that. I am an awesome mom. And yes, you are. I agree with that. And then finally, now that you're aware of this invisible work, try to find ways to make it easier. Whatever creative ways that you come up with, anything that'll make things just a little bit easier and maybe take a little bit of that spaghetti out of your brain. So thank you again for joining me on this episode about invisible work. I would love for you to please leave the podcast a review. I'm so glad that you're here with me as we talk about these really important ideas, things that are weighing you down that you don't even realize. And I am wishing you joy and balance and enthusiasm as you go about your week and everything you do. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped you take yet another step closer to better balance because that's the goal here. And make sure you check out my free course on how to find work-life balance as a working mom. You are gonna love the class. It has a beautiful workbook, audio lessons, and it gives a soup to nuts approach on how to be better balanced. I know you're going to benefit so much from it. And I look forward to hearing about how it works out for you. And to access the course, just go to the link in the podcast description. Wishing you so much joy as you work towards that better balance.